Welcome to Intuitive Astrology with Molly McCord. Thank you so much for joining me today as we take a look at the astrological energies from September 27th until October 4th. As we are now fully in Libra season and over this next week we will have the Aries full moon. We have Venus completing her journey through her shadow retrograde territory in Leo. We also have Mercury moving quickly through the third decan of Virgo and we'll have Mercury enter Libra on October 4th. So very active Venus and Mercury energies this week, which means that we could feel that things are getting busier. There's a lot more going on. There's a lot more that you need to do or take care of. Life is picking up the pace, especially after the retrogrades of Venus and Mercury. And now there could even be more clarity in what really matters, what you need to take care of because you understand its value and also its importance. So we'll talk more about the themes of the week as we go through these astrological aspects. And what I cover in the show are the major astrological aspects. There's always so many aspects occurring in the cosmos regularly. Aspects are the way that the astrological energies communicate with each other, where we understand if they are on the same page or if there's tension, if there's opposition, if they are in flow, what is going on? It's the bigger energy signature and I break it down for you by these aspects which you can then apply to your own natal astrology chart. And as I've mentioned before, there are people listening to this podcast with very different levels of astrological knowledge and understanding. So I try to keep it basic, simple, and clear. And I also understand that it will affect each of us differently. So these are the general energies. Of course, I hope that there is a message or information that resonates with you, that supports you and connects with whatever is going on for you on your own journey. So over this next week, September 29th is actually a day with a lot of energy. September 29th is the Aries full moon at six degrees. And every full moon is a point of illumination when you go outside and you look up at the sky and see that moon bright, beaming, full in its ripe glory. And what this signifies energetically is that something comes to light. We see it in the moonlight. We see it in a different way. We see something that was in our subconscious or unconscious and it rises up to the surface. And so in Aries at six degrees in your chart, there's something that is being revealed about Aries energies for you. Aries is the first sign of the zodiac. It is the self. It is how you know yourself. It's also your desire to get moving, to initiate, to start something. It's the energy of, I'm really inspired by this. There is enthusiasm and motivation. However, the Aries energy, it can be very much in the moment and not always aware of the long-term journey or how something could play out and affect others. Now, because it's a full moon, that means that the sun is in Libra. 
And that's the energy of the other, the people in your world that you interact with, your friends with, you connect with. And so this is an Aries full moon to assess relationships as they are coming up for you. What resonates? What's in alignment? There could be something here that you are adjusting in those connections. You are seeing it in a different light. Maybe you're understanding more about what you need on this part of your journey. What is coming up for you that is really important that you want to do for yourself? And that Aries energy, yes, it can be self-focused. It can be overly invested in one's own energy. That limits perspective. That also can keep you unaware of how your energy is affecting others, what they're perceiving, what's coming up for them, what their thoughts are, and so on. So this is a full moon to actually check in with your own energy and to look at how you can be more objective with yourself. What is something that is perhaps being mirrored back to you or projected back to you? What is something being reflected back to you that it would be advantageous to look at and understand? Now, this energy is quite interesting because of how Aries is ruled by Mars and Mars is over in Libra on the other side of the zodiac wheel. And so you could be moving through a push-pull dynamic here about what to do, what to initiate, what to start or begin. You might feel a hesitation around this energy where typically the Aries energy will go with gusto and will take off and be off and running. I liken it to the Fool card in Tarot where you're just beginning something and you have no idea how it will play out. But with the focus on Libra, we're also meant to be more conscious of how our actions and movements affect other people. How will this potentially play out? Is this fair? Is this really what I want to do? Or am I maybe being too selfish? Am I not thinking long term? So there will be something for you that comes up with this Aries full moon at six degrees that shows you more of who you are, what you want, what is calling to you. But there is also the energy here from the universe to contemplate it, talk it through first, make sure you're not simply acting impulsively or with short sight. Rather, look at all the multiple angles and all the different perspectives that maybe you didn't initially consider. Now, I have a video for you on YouTube going through the dynamics of this Aries full moon chart even more. So if you have planets or points at six degrees of Aries or six degrees of Libra, this is an important full moon for you. So you might want to watch that video on YouTube that discusses more of these energetics. Now, on the same day as the Aries full moon, we have Venus and Leo squaring Uranus in Taurus for the third and final time. This occurs at 22 degrees and Uranus is now retrograde in Taurus. And so this brings up something that you are done with. It's over. You're breaking out. 
Maybe it's been uncomfortable. I feel this energy of like tangled up. Maybe you've been tangled up in something and this is a burst of freedom and something that you've been contemplating like moving through that has felt limiting and it can be a surprise. Now the other thing going on with this Uranus retrograde in Taurus is that we also have Mercury and Virgo trining this Uranus at 22 degrees. And so that brings in more for us to be aware of and to consider. So September 29th and September 30th, new choices are being made. New directions are inspired and feel more exciting and perhaps even stronger than before. But with Uranus retrograde trining Mercury and Virgo, there is a practical element that needs to be put into play. There needs to be an assessment of, okay, this is what I want. How am I going to get there? How am I going to do this? And there could be things coming up for you that appear out of the blue. That's always the energy of Uranus. And there could be something that you felt really uncertain about and you're just like, never mind it. I'm going to throw caution to the wind. I'm just going to go for it. What do I have to lose? Why do I keep myself maybe trapped in this energy or feeling stuck? I want to be free. I want the energy to move. So there could be something here that you're finally breaking out of and moving towards with a realistic understanding, which is what that Mercury and Virgo provides, a realistic understanding of how to do so. And it could be something that you've been sitting with since Venus started her journey into Leo. So this could be something from June or July. This could be something that you weren't sure about. There was uncertainty. Maybe it felt like a big risk. Maybe it felt like something that was overwhelming and almost like it's easier to push it away. No, I don't want to look at that. No, I don't want to deal with that. But there is going to be something here and it does coincide with the Aries full moon that is going to illuminate something you want Maybe you've been hesitating on it and now there's a forward push. It seems like you just want to clear the energy. Like that's what it's feeling. It's It could be that let me just clear this out, clear this out of my body, of my mind, clear this out of my heart, of my emotions, whatever that is for you. This energy could feel like you're moving something forward, you're beginning and there could be something here where the anticipation was bigger than the actual experience. And that can certainly be the case when we have personal planets interacting with outer planets. So again, it starts around this Aries full moon. You could just have this desire to do something because you're tired of sitting in it. You're ready for the movement and you don't want to be held back. So Venus in Leo has squared Uranus and Taurus two times previously. And now Venus is done being patient, is done waiting. And there's something about this energy of this Aries full moon and these aspects with Uranus that are important for you to honor about your own truth, your own authenticity, your own need to be yourself, to do something your own way. So obviously that can play out in a million different ways, but the main energies here are reminding you that sometimes the universe has to get our attention through shock, through unexpected 
messages and developments through something big so that we then know exactly what we would choose or what we want to do. Now, Venus and Mercury are going to move on. And on October 2nd, they both have interactions with more outer planet energies. Mercury in Virgo then opposes Neptune retrograde in Pisces at 25 degrees before trining Pluto retrograde in Capricorn at 27 degrees. So this is a big week of communications. This is also about resolution, solutions, what is made to work, what can be effective, things you've been thinking about, sitting with, contemplating. Now there's a sense of this is what I need to do with it. When Mercury is opposing Neptune retrograde in Pisces, something isn't going to work. Something isn't the right solution, isn't the right plan. It lacks more. There's something more that's required. Then Mercury trines Pluto and there is certainty, determination, a clear yes. So there could be energies coming up over this next week as we move into October that you're saying yes to something and then you get a no and then there's another yes and then there could even be the energy of something coming together that you thought was postponed, you thought it wouldn't happen. Now it's showing up and now it's time to work with it. Mercury and Virgo is about the details, the specifics, terms and conditions. It's about looking at the practical things. How is this going to work? Is this even useful? Do we need this? There's a refinement with Virgo. There's a discernment that has us assess whether or not it's even needed in the first place. So that could be part of a back and forth. You could feel this, of course, internally about something, or it could be taking place in your real world with communications with other people. Of course, both are very possible. But this is where Mercury and Virgo is going to get some wins, is going to get some forward movement that was delayed or didn't seem like it was going to show up. And then we're going to have Mercury enter Libra October 4th. So Mercury and Virgo will complete its journey in the sixth sign of the zodiac with something clear to count on, something to continue to build and develop, a new direction to go, and something that is also validating your patience, (laughs) validating maybe what you were waiting on because Mercury was previously in retrograde in Virgo. And so that took things away and brought up more confusion and it was uncertain. And now there's things that are coming together. So this is certainly a lovely energy that we begin October with and it could also help relieve any stress or anxiety you've been feeling especially if you thought you had to find another option, figure some things out, what do I do with this? Now there's going to be things that connect. And so in addition to Mercury and Virgo being supported and understanding what is ready to come together, we have this Venus and Leo trining the North Node in Aries. And this trine to the North Node is fueling you up with what you really want. And this is personal. This is something you desire, something you've been working through, you've been reprogramming. 
in terms of what you believe you're worthy of or that you can have. Perhaps there's even a new surge of creative movement here around what you want to move towards and create, what you want to develop, what is calling to you and it lights you up. This is very inspired energy. This is also where Venus trining the North Node shows us where we want to go, shows us something else that maybe you didn't see before and now you see it, you're locked in, you're connecting it to your energy and there can be something that opens up here for you that you've been waiting on or waiting for. The North Node in Aries can be connected with fated developments, with what you're ready to embark upon. And the universe is saying, yes, it's time. Now the doorway is open. This is occurring at 24 and 25 degrees of Leo and Aries. And Venus trining that North Node is also a new trajectory of growth and destiny. And typically that sounds really romantic. Something is fated, something's destined, but it comes down to what you do about it, what choices you make, the actions you take. And in the fire signs, it is about action. It's what you do. It's what you create. It's what you make from it. There's also growth here with the fire sign energy, how you're ready to grow. You know that it has your name on it. Something is calling to you. Something is speaking to you and it's speaking to you at a heart level, which is what that Venus and Leo has been opening us up to more of our own internal strength to trust our heart, to trust those messages, to not only rely on what is practical or what is most likely to not only focus on what the mind is saying or anything from the ego. This is more of an opening to this is really truly what I want. This is really speaking to me. It has my name on it. It has my heart on it. And there can be some kind of love connection here, which is also part of Venus and Leo. There can be an opening into a new phase of love energy in your life. And this can certainly be the case in current relationships, long-term relationships, where you want to jazz it up. You want to do something different. You want to have an adventure. Let's plan something fun for us to look forward to. There's excitement here and there's a new burst of energy that we can tap into that shows us what we really love and what we really enjoy. This energy is the strongest October 2nd to October 5th, but you might feel it approaching a few days before that. It is certainly an energy that kicks off the month of October, and it's also meant to honor your realignment. It's meant to honor what you've been moving through since we had Venus retrograde in Leo, and she had a lot of interactions with all the outer planets. So that's rare. That means it was a bigger Venus retrograde for some because of how many interactions Venus had with Jupiter, Chiron, Uranus, and now a yod, or rather again, a yod with Neptune and Pluto. And I have a video for you on YouTube discussing that. In fact, I just released a new video today, September 27th, discussing how October begins with three yods that really focus in on 
relationship dynamics, what you've learned, what you have come to understand about yourself and who you are, where you're ready to be stronger in honoring what is essential for you, what's healthy for you, what's correct and satisfying for you. Also, what's healing for you? What would heal your heart? What would open it up in a way that not only is strong, but it's a softness and there's a strength in softness as well. And so there's big Venus energy here, but it's growth. It's forward movement that has been uncomfortable. Maybe there's something in your world. Maybe it relates to finances and money, not just relationships, but maybe there's things where you felt a tightness between a rock and a hard place. Like, what do I do? What do I choose? What, what am I going to put energy into? What do I trust? And the universe is saying, trust yourself because that's where the energy is going to meet you. Trust your intuition. Trust what's rising up for you. Trust what's different and what's new. And that's also a big theme right now is that there's things that we're meant to move into, to step towards. And that's part of your growth. That's part of your healing. It's also part of expanding in to more of your energy that you haven't known before. And there could be something here that you have some fear around. You know, there's trepidation and uncertainty. Perhaps you've had a lot of anxiety, but there's something that you've been working through. And I feel it as you've never been alone. You've never been alone in whatever that is, even though the Venus and Leo energy can be okay on its own, can be strong and confident. I've got this. I'll take care of it. I'm in charge of this. But there are things that come up that we don't know how to handle. We don't know the right course of action, the best answer, or, or what to trust. And I feel like this is a big part of our spiritual ascension of the heart. There's heart awakenings, there's heart growth, there's something that is part of the spiritual awakening journey that has been working with each of us personally, testing us, perhaps creating some fear or again, anxiety, even misunderstandings. Because we can jump to assumptions or we can jump to conclusions when we don't have the full answer or we haven't been taking into account what's also important to understand, which in this energy signature would be the messages from your soul, the messages from your intuition, what you've been picking up on that maybe you don't have proof. And that's what's scary, right? Like, why would I do this if I have no idea if I'm living in a dreamland or if this is even real? Why would I do this if it just could be a huge embarrassment or I fall on my face. You know, Venus in Leo has pride and doesn't want to look a fool, doesn't want to be embarrassed. Well, none of us do. But there's something here where there could be a barrier in yourself that you're meant to break free of that only you know about. Because again, this is personal energy. And there could be something you've been struggling with, struggling through, even if you're putting on a happy face and you don't want people to know and you're not talking about it. This is a very internal private energy, but the universe is right there. And I feel like these angels, I feel these angels have been either giving you messages or downloads. The angels have been asking you to trust even more. And I'm seeing it as rising up on a platform, like stepping up into a higher elevation, a higher place that you haven't been before. And the higher you go, you know, the air is different up there. It's it's a different feeling. You have different sensations, but it also can feel so alive. 
you can feel so alive, like when you take a risk. And that is one of the strengths of Leo. The Venus and Leo is the ability to take a risk because you know no matter what, you're going to be okay. You're going to figure it out. You're going to know what to do. You don't have to know it all before you move into a new direction or, you know, you're ready for the next job or you're ready for something to shift in your reality. And sometimes it is just those baby steps. It is just the little things you do that open up the energy and take you further. But you will always know what to do. You will always have other choices, other options. And we are in Libra season. The sun in Libra is elevating what choices are available. Mars is in Libra. This also brings up more contemplation on what actions to take. And so this, by the way, could be a big theme for the Aries full moon, which not only has the strong Aries, but strong Libra. And you're assessing what choice is best for me right now, because actually the choice I want or something that I feel the strongest about, I'm terrified. I'm scared. I don't know what's going to happen. And That's so normal, right? Like we're so human. Of course we go through all that. But there's also the the thrill of being alive and the fact that you have free will to make a choice that's best for you. And whatever you choose, the universe will continue to be right there to support you with what you choose. And as I've been looking at these energies and doing the charts for you on YouTube and just looking at, you know, what a wild ride Venus and Leo has been on here since June, when she first entered Leo, um, it brought up a poem that I actually found like 10 years ago. And it's a very short, lovely poem. I'm not going to read you the Odyssey or anything. But it's a poem called Love and Light. And by the way, I know that sounds cheesy, right? Because we hear that all the time, love and light, love and light. But this poem was written by a man named Henry Van Dyke, who was an American author, poet, and scholar in the 19th century. And then he actually passed away in the early 20th century. But he wrote this short poem called Love and Light during the time of advancements, innovations, a lot was being created in the late 19th century. So I think it's important to have context about this to know that it's not just a cheesy love and light poem. And I think it has a beautiful connection to this Venus in Leo retrograde as well as the energies of this week. So welcome to Molly's Poetry Corner. And I'm going to read this for you to see what it brings up for you or what connections it makes for you. There are many kinds of love as many kinds of light and every kind of love makes a glory in the night. There is love that stirs the heart and love that gives it rest, but love that leads life upward is the noblest and best. And I feel like that beautifully summarizes where we're at. What leads you upward? What takes you to a new place? Venus and Leo, noble, a desire to do what's right, a desire to be your best, to trust whatever is pulsing through your energy, and to know that that is your life for speaking to you. There's a reason why that message is coming through, that energy is coming through. There's a reason why you're feeling it. There's a reason why you could have something that you desire, something that you want to create, something coming up for you that is getting your attention. 
And as this energy interacts this week with, as we discussed, Uranus retrograde in Taurus at 22 degrees, and then trining the North Node in Aries at 24, 25 degrees, what leads you upwards? What takes you to a new plateau, platform? What supports your heart's expansion and moves you forward? Because one of the purposes of a retrograde is change, is the reprogramming, is to look at it differently with a new lens or something from a fresh perspective you didn't see before and you didn't see it in yourself or connect it internally. So this is a time to really look at that. We also have this Venus in Leo in mutual reception with the sun in Libra. What that means is that they're supporting each other through each other's main rulership. So there's an energy here of really looking at what is good for me. What can I up level in my connections? How can I be better as a partner? How can I be better as a friend? as a coworker, How can you raise the bar for yourself? And then that affects your connections and relationships. This also relates to communication. How can I be a better communicator? How can I be a better listener? What have your relationships taught you? What feedback have you received? What situations have come up in your world where you've had to assess yourself and look at yourself objectively? about how you do connections or how you share, how you collaborate, how you cooperate. Where can you improve? And this could be a time of owning that self-improvement, really owning it. Like, I know I can be better than this. I know I can be a clearer communicator. I know I can improve my listening skills. And so all of this, of course, relates to how we make and create connections that are good for us, good for our heart, good for our mind, our body, our soul. And there is an energy of up-leveling it here that the universe wants you to be aware of. And it feels like it's coming from a place of strength where it's not about punishment. It's not about criticism. It's more about, yeah, I didn't realize I did that. Or, oh, wow, I wouldn't want to be on the receiving end of that. Like there's this detachment here, a self-reflection of what is working for you, what is not. And if it's not, there will be other choices. There's other ways to improve it or to make it better. And so there is not only the self-reflective energy involved this week, but there's also something moving you forward for your best and highest good. And chances are you've already been feeling it. You've already been aware of it maybe perhaps swimming in it, or it's been in your mind or things you've already been working through. And this could be a week, especially with the Aries full moon, that you are desiring forward movement. You want to break out of anything that's stuck or stagnant. You want to move the energy forward. You're ready for something to shift. And so all of this is part of Libra season and October. And then on October 4th, Mercury enters Libra and will be moving quickly in October. It's going to move through all of Libra in only two weeks. This is often the pattern after Mercury retrograde, where the energy was very slow and then it speeds back up. And October is the month where Mercury speeds back up, enters into Libra on October 4th, and can bring up conversations you're ready to have. 
things you're ready to discuss or figure out, where you're ready to work something through, perhaps negotiate, um, look at some things that you have been pondering and now you're ready to give it a voice. You're ready to say, hey, can we meet and discuss this? This is where Mercury, the messenger planet, enters into the realms of what is mutual, what is fair, what is good for all those involved. Now, Mercury does well in Libra because Mercury is strong in all of the air signs. And this is an air sign concerned with the other. And so you could be having more conversations, getting more feedback. A lot more communications are going on. Things are lit up. Things are happening. People are involved in a lot of dialogues and also problem solving where you're looking for how can we resolve this? How can we work through this? And because Mercury is moving quickly, the solutions and answers could come up fast and could be easy. Like, oh, well, that was a lot easier than I thought it would be. There could also be something about this week where your mindset shifts to consider another perspective that you didn't realize, to consider somebody else's feelings or what they've been experiencing or what's been on their mind. So there is a perspective shift, a mindset shift here when Mercury goes into Libra. And it's also a good time to focus on being a better listener while being more aware of your word choice, your tone, you know, kind of all the basics of communication actually become more prominent when Mercury is in Libra. And because this Mercury is so busy before getting into Libra, this is where you could finally have announcements are made, decisions are announced, something is declared. You know, there's more openness here when Mercury is in Libra, especially after having some very active interactions in Virgo. And one other shift I want to mention this week is that we're going to have Black Moon Lilith enter Virgo on October 3rd. And this energy has been in Leo, which has brought more Leo energies into the spotlight, perhaps made them more pronounced. This also includes the darker underbelly, if you will. This includes what has been hidden, kept internally. It hasn't been perhaps as evident, but it's still been working. And so with this black moon Lilith moving into Virgo, there can be more self-analysis. There can be an understanding of what's not working, of what has been a challenge. Because Lilith shows us what has been repressed or hidden, again, that underbelly, there can be things that come up now in Virgo that you're seeing. And maybe you're understanding, wow, I'm too much of a self-critic. Why am I so hard on myself? Where does that come from? And some of this takes you back into those previous experiences in life that you didn't know were programming you or left some kind of imprint on your energy. For example, maybe you grew up around someone who embodied those lower Virgo energies. They were naturally self-critical or they were like, why didn't you do better? Why didn't you work harder? Why didn't you give this more time and energy? How could you have missed these details? Could have been a critical parent, a critical teacher, a critical mentor. And as Black Moon Lilith enters into Virgo, it brings up these parts of our experiences that we're meant to see in the light and we're meant to 
bring in more self-compassion and love for what is truly useful for you. But I feel like the Black Moon Lilith energy at first shows us what needs to be cleared out and cleaned out. This is also the energy of wanting to do something on your own terms, where you don't want to be told what to do. Black Moon Lilith is rebellious. She does her own thing. She isn't here to be told what to do. So this could be a part of your experience and a part of your life that you want to be left alone. You don't want someone else to give you directions or tell you what you need to heal. So Black Moon Lilith in Virgo is going to bring up what needs to be healed Internally, I also feel that this activates the power of healing rituals and anything that supports what you need to heal in your body, since our bodies are these huge vessels of energy. And there's things that you could be holding, for example, in your energy meridians. And then if you do something like acupuncture or acupressure, it moves the energy through. So there's a focus on the physical body healing, but first, It comes up as an ailment, an issue, a problem, something uncomfortable. And the point, though, is to not turn against yourself, is to not become your own worst enemy or your own worst critic. Rather, to know that there are solutions. There are solutions to everything, which is a Virgo strength. And to guide that Black Moon Lilith energy forward, to guide her forward in a way where She can handle this. She knows that she will be able to do it on her own and that you're not meant to even follow somebody else's lead with Black Moon Lilith. Again, it's very personal and it's an energy that tunes in to parts of yourself that maybe you haven't wanted to look at, you haven't wanted to take responsibility for. But as she moves into Virgo on October 3rd, there could be some more things coming up for you that you might feel, yeah, I'm ready to look at this. I'm ready to own this. I'm ready to change this up for my best and highest good. And so ultimately, this Black Moon Lilith can lead us into more of our own healing and more of our own self-love and self-acceptance. So as we enter October, there is movement, decision-making, something rising up in you that you're ready to move towards that takes you to that next level, a higher plateau. And maybe it's just personal. Maybe there's something that you have now activated that you have new standards around or new boundaries around, something in yourself that you know you're worthy of more, of better, and you're committing to that. So there is an elevation this week that you could come in contact with where now things make sense. Now you understand some of those patterns or habits or karmic things you were locked into and you're setting yourself free. We move into October, which is eclipse season, and we'll bring about more eclipses. And by the way, I will keep talking about this Venus energy because she's the ruler of both the eclipses this month. She's the ruler of the Libra solar eclipse on October 14th, and she's the ruler of the Taurus lunar eclipse on October 28th. So Venus energy, very big in October very prominent. And this is where you take what you have learned, how you've grown, healed, and shifted from the retrograde. And now it comes into your own eclipse story and what that means and looks like for you. So of course, we'll be talking more about that as we move into October. 
Now, I'm really excited to share with you two more things. One is that I have a Descendant series for you on YouTube discussing the energies on your Descendant. The Descendant is the opposite of the Ascendant or Rising sign. And this is a series going through the energetics to help you understand more about what you seek to experience through other people. And then I'm doing some chart readings as well to help you look at your own chart and understand how to go further into those energetics. So check that out. The second announcement I have is that the 2024 Soul Growth Astrology Program is now live. I'm so excited to offer this to you because it's all of the major astrology of next year. The four Mercury retrogrades, Mars retrograde in Leo, that's in December. The four eclipses where we have one in Aries, two in Libra, and one in Pisces. We also look at Jupiter moving into Gemini, Pluto moving into Aquarius, and this is one of my bigger presentations on these energies that we are going to be moving into starting more fully in 2024 and lasting for 20 years. So it's an understanding of the big themes of the upcoming 20 years where we are going with these Pluto in Aquarius energies. We also look at Sedna moving into Gemini and a galactic grand trine. A galactic grand trine that is pretty epic. Obviously, it's rare and it reveals that we are evolving in significant ways. Our species is evolving. Our multidimensionality is evolving, especially 2024, 2025. So please check that out. This program is now available and you can use coupon code 2024 to get it for only 33 bucks. The idea is you bring your natal chart and follow along as I explain these themes and energies and then you identify where they are in your own natal chart. So I hope to see you there. In that program, there are about 10 webinars, I believe. And so we cover a lot and it's designed for you to come back and revisit because it is totally a fire hose to the face of astrology. It's a fire hose to the face, all this astrology that you can't possibly remember, but you come back and you check it out again and you just keep logging into your account to understand more of what's going on for you as the year unfolds. And that link will be below this podcast episode. You can also find all of my current offerings at mollymccord.online where not only do I have more astrology programs for you, but also quite a few business development programs for those who are stepping into their own entrepreneurial journey and also going into more of what you can do on your own terms in these cycles as we move further into the age of Aquarius. So as always, thank you so much for joining me for today's podcast episode. I'll be back every Monday and Wednesday for a new one. I hope this supports you as we move into October and we have that dynamic Aries full moon opening up newness beginnings and something that is calling to you that you're ready to move towards. Wishing you a beautiful start to October and I'll see you back here soon. Thank you so much for joining me. 
Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.